Hey everyone, welcome to the Healing Hearts and Awakening Souls podcast video. Um, I'm actually playing around with trying to figure out what the best uh, platform is to record my information to get it out to as many people as possible. So I don't know where you're going to see this or how you're going to hear it or see it. I am doing a video and then I can splice into audio. So hopefully I can use it for a podcast, but I also, you might also be watching this as a video, let's say on YouTube. So that's that, right? Here we are. Um, I am going to talk about current energies. It just seems like that is always what is desiring to come through. And then, but of course you guys always know that whenever I share about the current energies that I fully believe that whenever you come across this message, it's perfect and divine for you. And you're just meant to hear it at that time. So don't, don't let it deter you. If you're watching this at a time that's, you know, months or even years later than when it was recorded. Currently it is, oh, let's see, end of April, 2022. And we're actually, something has just shifted and I just tapped into this this morning. I do a soul healing. I have a monthly membership group, the Soul Healing Circle, and we do distant energy healing every other week. And every time I do this, I typically will get really powerful messages for the collective. It usually helps me to tune into what's going on energetically. And then of course, in the group, we get to do some healing work around that to help shift whatever's trying to come through for us. Um, so this morning when I was tapping in, I, I really got this interesting message around where we've been and we and as many of you know we've been doing a lot of healing and purging and shifting right this is just where we are in the human journey we're just at this place where we are shifting a lot and the last few weeks especially I've noticed for myself have been incredibly heavy ups and downs just a lot of movement and it's really easy to judge ourselves when that happens right I know especially for myself being a teacher of this work, I kind of put a little extra pressure on myself perhaps to be feeling more high vibe or to be feeling, or at least to be feeling a little more, more competent in the work that I'm doing, how I'm feeling, how I'm showing up. And sometimes these energies can just kind of knock me sideways. And I am just like every other human being on the planet. And I will find myself in, you know, doubt, believing that I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough. You guys, most of you that have been following me, you know, my core wound is not enoughness, just feeling like I'm never quite good enough. Or um, even if I feel like I'm good enough inside of myself, I feel like other people won't recognize the gifts that I have to offer or the value that I have to offer. Probably goes back to some past life stuff, <laughs> right? Of, of being a healer of some sort and being persecuted for that and not really being able to tangibly show or teach people how I can help people. Um, and we just know historically that, that um, many healers, mystics, uh, shamans, those kind of people and this kind of energy healing work has been, um, those people have been persecuted and even put to death. So there's, there's a whole history and heaviness there and energetic um, karmic loop that has been playing out and has been healing. Uh, I won't get, get into all that, but that obviously many of us probably, you know, if you're watching this and you're probably somebody that also carries part of that trauma at the very least. And, and I, and it's important for me to mention that because it really does play into where, where we're at right now energetically. And I'll get into that. 
But um, we've been going through a lot. We have been purging a lot and we have been for, for many years. And then this past year, especially things really kicked up a notch. However, what I was tapping into was this sense that we have, and I've been saying this in, in a lot of different ways, that we've kind of come to a, a completion of a specific energetic purging cycle, let's call it. And I felt this, you know, I've been talking about this. I really felt this vortex type energy start around the Lionsgate portal, portal back in August. So it would have been 20, 2021. I, I just felt it was like, it just felt like this, again, just a, like a vortex, like a portal had been opened up and it was really pulling out as much density as possible. And we know that that's a co-creative experience where we have to, yes, we want the density to come out, but we also have to feel that coming out and the way that we feel it. Well, well, we have to feel it. We have to feel it to heal it, but we have to process it. Right. And the way that we process it is by allowing it to be fully felt, to be fully experienced and processed without kind of getting in the way of it moving through us by getting tangled up in the energy itself. And that would look like getting tangled up in the story. So like if an unworthiness frequency is trying to move through it to be healed and cleared, if that comes up and I start to feel that unworthiness, if I get attached to that feeling and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'm not worthy. What am I doing wrong? How do I fix this? What do I have to do? And we start to believe the stories. We kind of get wrapped up in the stories. I still do this all the time, even though I've been through this over and over and over. Something will come up and it's like, oh my gosh, what am I doing wrong? What do I need to do to fix this? What do I need to do to be better so that I am not, so that this truth that I'm feeling isn't true, but it's not really a truth. It's old energy that's being, that's trying to be cleared and healed and released and processed, right? So if we can stay energetically open as much as possible, that has a lot to do with our heart space. Can we keep our hearts open, right? Can we love ourselves through this? Can we love others through this? Can we detach from the stories, detach from the traumas, detach from the patterns, detach from the programming and allow it to have this process of clearing through us? Can we do that? It's not easy to do, as we all know, uh, but we've been going through a lot of, of this. And uh, so we've been doing this and I feel like this purging cycle, again, is coming to some sort of completion. And it also felt like what I tapped into this morning when I was doing this Reiki message is that I actually got the visualization of us being placed on like a conveyor belt, one by one being placed on this conveyor belt. And like, now we are moving forward. Like something has shifted and we are now moving forward. And I know that at the time of this recording, the um, April 30th eclipse is less than a week away. This is a Monday. It's happening on Saturday. I feel like that has, is going to it's almost like we're, we've been placed on this conveyor belt and we're going to, it's like taking us into the eclipse. This is how I visualize it. So we'll see how it actually plays out. And, and this could, typically I get messages for the collective, but I know that for myself, this eclipse is happening on my birthday. So there's a lot of significant energetic significance to that for me personally. But like I said, typically the messages that I get are, are for the collective in general. So I would say that, yes, I will feel this, but I believe everybody's going to feel it as well. So it's almost like this is taking us through the eclipse as, and that's going to be like a portal. And it's, I just, I get this sense, like massive timeline shifts are going to take place. I've never really felt, 
I don't like to sensationalize the energies ever, but I've never really felt, and again, maybe it's just because it's my birthday, <laughs> but I have never felt quite so certain that something was going to be as transformative as I think this experience has the potential to be. Um, always in relation to what inner work are we willing to do for ourselves, right? And how much are we, uh, are we practicing um, coming from the heart space, being in our heart space, activating our heart space, you know, that love, that compassion, the unity, consciousness, the um, detaching from the programming, right? Because sometimes it has to go the other direction too. Sometimes we get caught up in being a little bit too much love and light and we have to ground ourselves in the reality of what's coming up. So let's make sure that we're not avoiding any lower vibrational denser energies that are trying to be processed through us because I think I was doing that last week too, where I was really kind of trying to avoid feeling some things that needed to come through. And that's part of why this last part of April, where I thought there was potential for it to feel a little bit lighter, it's been pretty dense for me. It is what it is. Uh, so I don't, I try not to judge that too much. Um, plus I know that I'm here to, sorry, if my hair is making the sound, sometimes my hair gets on there, it makes it, the microphone gets scratchy. Uh, many of us, especially those of you that I, I believe resonate with my messages because I believe that I attract the, uh, a, tr a certain tribe of light workers, let's say light workers, starseeds, way showers, sensitives, empaths, healers that are here to probably also clear collective density and energy. So some of what we feel isn't necessarily our own or we're also assisting with the collective in a lot of ways. And not everybody does that the same way like there may be light worker tribes that do stay in the love and light and they're just kind of unhinged by the realities of the human experience that's not me <laughs> that's not me uh i i feel very deeply i feel everything very deeply and so it's really important for me specifically to really make sure that i am staying grounded and allowing these energies that are trying to move through me to be processed and not to try to avoid them. So back to this, you know, this conveyor belt image that I kind of got, what I, what I also want to mention about this particular experience right in this moment, at least. And again, whenever you hear this, that might be the moment where you are at the point in your awakening journey where you're placed on the conveyor belt, right? Just because this is happening in my now moment and it may be happening in, in many people's now moments, it, it's not necessarily happening for everybody. We're all having this collective experience, but we're all in our own dream of the dream. We're all caught up in our own perception, illusion, the, the lens through which we view everything and the energetics and the timelines of our own process, of our own, of our own dream, of our own creation. So really trust this message and when it comes through for you. So, but I feel like many of us have been placed on this uh, conveyor belt, so to speak. And, and we're very, the, the image that I got is like, we're all a little dazed and confused about it. It's almost like we were, we were immersed in this deep, deep purging process. And I almost get the sense like we've been plucked out of it and placed on this conveyor belt. And many of us, unconsciously and subconsciously, because most of us have no clue that this is happening, but this, this is all energetically taking place, right? We're kind of like, what? Uh, like we might even still be caught up in the emotions that we were having, whether they were, you know, I, I, I just have this visual of like people like grieving, maybe grieving 
things that they've left behind or things that are changing or things that they wanted to change that haven't changed. They might just be a little bit still stuck in the doubt and the confusion and just like the, the, the asleepness of the human condition and being really caught up in our emotions and our emotional processes and like what we were purging and to whatever level we were conscious of that purging process, we might still be kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? I don't know who I am or where I am. And I feel like, so there might be a little bit of confusion right now. And then I feel like that might continue as we go through this eclipse portal and it continues to shift things for us. But, but the other important piece is that we are on a forward momentum. We're, we're moving forward. Whereas before I felt like we were stagnant for a while. We were just kind of like stagnant, stuck, maybe something paused and we were just doing this deep healing purging work. And now we've again, been plucked out, placed on that conveyor belt and things are moving forward. So when I say that, logically, that says to me that it's really important to pay attention to what is it you're focusing on, you're manifesting, you know, keep doing your inner work. But I I'll be interested to see how that feels moving forward to see if it feels any lighter to do that work. Because again, we kind of have been plucked out of the, 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 that deep, dense purging process, but I don't necessarily think that we're done with it. So again, we'll see how that all plays out. But what I find really powerful about this whole vision that I had in this healing session this morning is that I have been getting the message really strongly that it's, you know, in my soul healing circle, for example, the month of May is going to be all about permission to shine. And what I feel like part of what this forward momentum is and, and the purging work we've been doing is really releasing a lot of the density and the lower vibrational frequencies around fear to show up and just be who we are and be in our authenticity to share our messages, to share our truths without that fear of persecution. Like I was mentioning before, that, that old story, that old trauma that is just been generation upon generation upon generation of people being persecuted for, you know, <laughs> anything that, anything that uh, resembled, oh, there's a bird's nest over there. Oh, that's cool. Um, anything that resembled a connection with our divinity, with remembering our own connection to our divinity and our connection to everyone and everything. So if you think back historically, how we've been systemically disconnected more and more from nature, from our own bodies, from our own body's natural ability to heal, from how important our, the, the vibrational frequency is that our thoughts carry, uh, our connection to each other, right? Our, our oneness, our, you know, everything about this world is programming this duality, us versus them, uh, fear, 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 right? That fear really uh, crumbles down and it creates this aware, like uh, highlighting the aware, highlighting the illusion, sorry, of separation that we feel that's part of the human experience is feeling like we're separate from our divinity and from source and from each other. When the truth is that we are actually all one and connected, uh, and we have access to that connection, although it is, it is, uh, it is harder to remember that connection, especially on top of the programming that we've been getting. So we have this co-creative collective experience of 
you know, we're, we're literally programmed with this negativity. And then we, um, what's the word that I want? Unknowingly go out and co-create those experiences that reflect the fears that we've been programmed with. So sickness, um, lack, scarcity, not enoughness, all of the things. So what this purging portal we've been going through that we have gone through Again, I'll be interested. I'm not, I can't really tap into whether I have a, my human has a hard time believing that that purging is just done and over with. <laughs> um, and certainly we know it's not uh, for the long term. but I, I mean, I just mean maybe even just for the short term. I don't know if this eclipse portal, because the eclipse is in a week and then we'll have two weeks uh, between the first eclipse and the second eclipse, and then we'll have like the shadow phase. So I would imagine there's still going to be more purging. We'll see. Um, but again, what this is all doing is it is, it's, it's like scrambling us up. And then as we are getting scrambled, more of the density can be released. It's almost like we're in such a state of, of confusion. And I don't know if you guys are, are feeling this, but I know for myself, it's almost like, sometimes I just don't know, am I coming or going? (laughs) Am I expanding or contracting? Am I, you know, am I here or am I not here? Like the dream aspect of reality has really been, been vivid for me and, uh, and not even really feeling like I'm in reality, but, um, but we are doing contracting and expanding. We're doing both right now. And we're meant to be doing both. Again, this is, this is like, we're, well, We've been in this contraction and expansion process for a while. Again, trying to get a sense of, I, 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 I think it's going to continue. Um, until we come out the other side. And that I feel like is, I'm hopeful that we're going to feel at the end of May is after that shadow phase of the eclipse is when I think we're really going to start tapping into this strength and this like solid foundation that is trying to come through for us. It's more of our higher self. We are embodying more of our higher self. And this is the process of, um, this is exactly what we're going through, this process of contraction. And it kind of like squeezes some of the density and then expansion. And we release that density. And then more of our higher self comes in. As more of our higher self comes in, it, 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 um, uh, it's like the, the, it takes up more of our space and then we start feeling that contraction again, but we're, but we're not actually contracting necessarily. It's just that we're trying to expand. So we feel the fullness of the higher self coming in and then we have to expand more. And as the higher self comes in, it pushes out more of that density. And then we have to expand more in order to accommodate more of our higher self. This is what is happening. This is what is happening. I, I was feeling into this the other day and I didn't have the words for it. They just came through now. That is what's happening. More of our higher self is coming in. It's, it's, it's forcing us to expand. And in order to expand, we have to release any frequencies that we carry, lowered vibrational beliefs, stories, patterns, behaviors, thoughts, feelings, emotions, traumas. We have to release anything that is of a lower vibration. Um than the vibration that we are expanding into, which we know because of all these high frequency energies coming in is a higher vibration than the third dimensional vibrational reality that we have been living in as a human collective. So back to um, what this is doing for us again, specifically 
those of us that are awakening, that are more conscious, that are starting to recognize that we are the light workers, the star seeds, the way showers, right? Because some of you might still question whether you are one or not. I guarantee you, if you are listening to this and you resonate with my message at all, you are. <laughs> um, I think there's so many more of us on the planet than we even realize, but uh, there are many that are still partially asleep or are fully asleep and that's okay. Everyone is meant to wake up at their own divine timing. So there should never be judgment around whether someone is awake or asleep. It's all divine. Um, but anyways, this is all activating us to claim, reclaim, and step into our full, fullest potential and power and to start awakening to our soul purpose and mission for being here. So that's why I said May and the soul healing circle is my theme is permission to shine because I feel like we are releasing these lower vibrational denser energies that have told us in the past that it wasn't safe to be who we are in the world. And that can show up in a million different ways, right? We might just constantly compare ourselves to other or worry about what other people think or just don't feel confident in ourselves and don't feel worthy or don't feel like we're enough so that we we hide our light we we hide we stay small we stay stuck we sabotage ourselves you know we stay in resistance we um we numb out we might drink or do drugs or um, have other addictions that just keep us in a low vibration so that we just cannot really step into the fullness of who we came here to be. Um, and none of that is bad. It's all a process, right? It's all a process of feeling into it. And then um, as more of our higher self comes in, though, the, the higher self is going to be like, why are we doing this? What, what's going on here? <laughs> why are we staying small? Why are we pushing ourselves backwards? Why are we in resistance? Why are we sabotaging? So it does help us to become more conscious. And I think a lot is going to shift for us. I just think that on the other side of this, a lot is going to shift and we're going to start looking around at ourselves and our lives and our interactions. And I know this has already been happening for me and looking at where we're leaking our energy, looking at what are we allowing to have an impact on how we feel or how we think or what we feel and what we think. And where are we also leaking our energy into other people's business and, and, and believing that it's our business what other people are doing or thinking or being or how they're showing up, right? It goes both ways. So we are also in this process of consolidating our energy. And I think I talked about this in the last episode, uh, consolidating our energy, pulling all of our energy back into ourselves, back into our energetic imprint so that we can, um, well, when we do that, it actually, because we're bringing more of our energy back in. And when we do that, it's also a, a process of purging the density. So the energy can come back, heal and hold. And that gives us more space for the uh, higher self to come in and expand into. Some of this information is just coming through. So I haven't completely integrated all of these messages, but I'm just sharing them as they come through. Because why not? All right. So we are stepping into this new timeline. It's a new timeline really that we are accessing that is all about our soul work and our soul mission, our purpose work, what we came here to do. And so I just feel very strongly that we are going to be encouraged and 
by encouraged that could that could be forceful for some if you're really in resistance and really staying stuck and stagnant something you know sometimes the universe brings us very loud <laughs> messages where things will happen and it might not feel good and it might feel like it's um like it really rocks the boat for you, but it will force you to, it, it's essentially forcing you into where you wanted to be, right? Because remember, this is all stuff that we, we predestined ourselves for essentially, like we came into this life with an intention. Now we get to, we can change that intention at any time because we are human and part of the human journey is having free will. So we can change our intention. We can change our journey. We can change our mission, but you know, most of us came in with something that we wanted to come in here and do or experience or accomplish. So this time is, is about a realignment with what it is that we want to do at the soul level. And that might look different than what we think we want to do at the ego level, but this is also just the time in human history. It's not right or wrong, good or bad. This is just the time in human history where we are releasing and, um, realigning the ego. The ego isn't necessarily a bad thing, but the ego has been, uh, just allowed to have more say and influence than it should. <laughs> um, you know, we have not been allowed to explore the difference between what does my ego want and what does my soul want. And we have been really kind of shut off from the knowing of why it's so powerful to align with our soul's desires versus our ego desires. Our ego desires are like short-lived. It's like present, present moment, not in a, not like, you know, we want us to be in the present moment, but it's the human present moment. It's the uh, instant gratification of the human form. Right. And so to a, a soul being that is infinite, timeless, eternal, you know, to just get what I want right now, because it feels good in this moment is short-sighted compared to what the soul may have in store for us if we could, if we knew of our, our bigger plan, the big picture plan, and what we were actually creating for ourselves that may take lifetimes to play out, right? Lifetimes. It could take lifetimes. And from our human, we're like, oh, I do not want to wait that long. I want it now, <laughs> right? Um, but if we can just be patient and allow ourselves to sink into the beauty of that eternal journey, you know, um, and we can't get it wrong. We cannot get it wrong. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter really what we choose. We have forever to live it and play it out. Um, but for our human brain, that might be kind of hard to, hard to hold little wonky to hold. And, um, so I'm just going to take a moment and think if there was anything else I wanted to share. So we're stepping into more of our truth, more of our power, reclaiming our power as creators. This is also going to, I just feel like, this, I feel like everything's just going to kind of flip where we have been felt, we've been feeling like we've been slowed down, held back, maybe pushed down even. It's been like this roller coaster, not really able to catch your breath. Um, I really hope that part shifts <laughs> because I know that as time is moving faster, I have not been able to feel like I like I feel very scattered and ungrounded and I know part of that is just my life. And, you know, like I'm doing this in my car. I, I, I held off on doing my podcast on a video because I didn't want to have my car as my background, but I have to just be honest and admit that this is the best place for me to do these things because this is the only way I'm up at our, our land. That's like 
you know, however many miles away from our house. It's the only place I can go where I can actually get away and, and be in my own energy, be in silence. So, um, you know, that's just one example of like something that I have to let go of in order to just start showing up, right? It's a comparison thing. Like I look at other people on other social media platforms and, um, and I judge myself. I'm not like them. Uh, you know, I, I've started showing up on Instagram and Instagram is so fast paced and, and their videos are so fast paced and everybody's captioned. And I'm like, maybe I'll learn how to caption some videos because I could do that. It's just a little time consuming, but it's like, I'm not quick. My messages aren't quick. My work isn't quick. I go deep. That's what I do. I go deep and I take people on an experience, right? You know, I start in one place and I bring you through like all these different caverns of the awakening process, the healing process. And that's just what I do. And so, um, you know, that's one of the examples of where some of us might be holding ourselves back because we're looking out and we're like, well, I don't look like that person or I don't do things like that person. I got to be like those people in order to get the algorithms on the social media platforms, right? But this is one of those things that was literally created to make it, a ch make it challenging for us to get our message out. We attract people through our energy. We attract people through being our most authentic self and being as energetically in alignment with the truth of who we are as we can be, right? None of us are perfect and we don't have to be, but if we're being truthful and honest and authentic and real, and we're speaking from the heart, people are going to hear that. Now, social media was created so that there's all these algorithms that um, value things that are right. Like that quick pace thing. Like when you're watching Instagram reels, for example, you know, I, I started watching them just to see like, what's out there. What are people doing? And it's just interesting because it's designed to engage your brain in a way that you want fast paced, quick, 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 move from one thing to the next. It literally, it takes us out of our heart completely and into our head. Although music will bring us back into our heart. There are some that will bring you back into your heart, but for the most part, if somebody has like a really powerful message, but it takes a few minutes for them to get that message out people are just it seems to me that it's it's designed in a way to take us out of that and to not really want to sit and be and feel right and 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 to really think about how something is impacting me and what how that message is impacting me in my life and anyways but that is an example of one of the many systems that are in place to make it challenging for us to do our work and to be heard and seen. However, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because as, as the energies continue to increase on the planet, more and more people are going to feel your energy. They're going to feel your energy. They're going to feel your message. They're going to feel your authenticity and something deep inside of them is going to resonate. And that feeling that resonance inside of them is it can, can um, like, like these um, systems and organizations, uh, they play on, a, or they play on addictive patterns in our brains, right? Uh, food, food, the food industry plays on our addictions, the, the addictions that can be created to sugar and to all kinds of other ingredients. And same with social media, it's playing with these, the, the dopamine addictions that we can, that can be created within us, that, that dopamine hit, right? Wanting that dopamine hit. Well, that resonance of truth within, within your being can also become addictive. And I think that as a, 
energies continue to increase, that is going to be sought after more and more by people. That's what, you know, the attracts people to the spiritual journey when they start to have these experiences where they're feeling a deep sense of love and peace and joy in within their being. It's coming from within. They no longer have to, to access it from without. Now, um, I could probably talk all day about what a process that is to get to that place to activate that. But I think that the, the higher the vibration gets, the easier it's going to be to access. And I know for myself, this morning was a really powerful example of where I recognize that I have access to that, that, that deep feeling of love and bliss of knowing that I belong, of knowing that everything's okay. My connection to source, I have that. I just don't use it. <laughs> I, I, you know, our, our, our world is designed to keep us busy and in the state of like going, 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 you know, I got four kids. I have a, I have a human life too. I have, I run a business. I am, you know, I, I'm married. We're trying to build an addition. We're trying to clean out our house so we can build this addition. We have sports. We have so many things going on and everyone's lives are similar where there's just so much going on keeps us out of our hearts, right? Keeps us in our head, planning, organizing, processing, um, trying to make decisions from our heads, which we know we're not really supposed to do, but that's what we've been trained and programmed to do, right? But when we take the time, this is what I teach in all my programs. This is what we talk about in the Soul Healing Circle. This is what I want to talk about. You know, I try to teach this everywhere I go. When we take the time to pause and be in our hearts, there is so much love and beauty forgiveness, acceptance, compassion, whatever it is that you need, it's there. It is there. And it, and it, it feels like it's within us, but it's not just coming from us. It's coming from that connection that we have to everyone and everything. When I go in my heart, I can connect to you, whoever you are watching this, you know, I connect to source. I connect to my guides. Um, that doesn't mean that we have like a super conscious connection where I'm like, oh, I'm talking to God right now. And God said, hey, Kara, what are you having for lunch? And I said, you know, it's not like that. Like we might think from the human and human perception. And I shared that this morning too in my soul healing circle that my connection to my guides is not, is not a, it's not a, uh, what do I want to say? It's not like a tangible thing. It's not like I know who they are or what their names are or what they look like. Some people do. Some people can see their guides. Some people can talk to their guides and actually hear them talking back. For me, I get energy and then I have to interpret the energy. And it's just, I have learned what that feels like in my body. I have learned to recognize the messages. I have taught myself and learned to trust the messages, even though sometimes I still doubt the messages. And I've learned how to interpret the energy so that I, I know what the feeling inside, when something resonates as truth, I know what that feels like. And so when I, when I get energy, I just kind of think about it and play around with it in my head. It is a process in my head, but it's an energetic process. So it's different than my thoughts, although I am claircognizant. So it does kind of feel like my thoughts. And that's something that took me a long time to understand and to be able to differentiate what are my ego thoughts, what is my programming, and what is my soul and my intuition and my higher self or my guides. And what, what are those messages feel like compared to my ego and the programming and conditioning of that, that ego self that might be you know, trying to make decisions from a place of fear or sabotage or resistance, right? And I always talk about how the messages from our guides or, or higher self is going to feel expansive. The messages from our ego 
in our brain are going to be based in fear. They're going to be more contractive, like, oh, we shouldn't do that because, and that's a contractive energy. Um, a lot I could say about that, but, but that's not the direction that I wanted to go. But I just wanted to share that with you because I feel like we're at this place where we're, some people are still questioning. They're questioning who they are, why they're here. And you guys know this, I say this all the time. Remember who you are, remember why you came. The most empowered thought you can have about yourself is probably the one that's true, right? Like if you're like, what if, what if I really am a light worker? What if I really came here to do X, Y, Z? You probably did, <laughs> right? Um, and I've just trained myself to believe those things about myself, those, those nagging thoughts that, that this is what I want, or this is what I wanted to experience, or this is what I was hoping I could have or be then that probably is who I am and what I meant to come here and do. It's just that we have to work. Oops. Sorry, guys. It's just that we have to work through that energy in order to release any lower vibrational frequencies that we probably chose at a soul level to bring in with us to work through to help us get into alignment with that, with that um, experience that we want to be having and that we wanted to create in this lifetime for ourselves or the next lifetime, <laughs> but we're probably more in tune with things that we want to decree in this lifetime, especially, especially right now, because it's such a, this is such a powerful lifetime for many of us. So that all being said, the, per, the point and the purpose is that we are being guided, supported, and encouraged to reclaim more of our power and to step into more of our soul purpose. And we do that by embracing who it is we are, who we came here to be, and allowing ourselves to feel safe, to express ourselves, and to be who we came here to be. That is not easy to do. Uh, and then another thing that has been coming through really loud for us as Lightworkers, Starseeds, Wayshowers, is um, coming together in groups and working together, being in spaces together to activate more healing within each other, but also it's just, I, I just feel like we're going to be naturally um, congregating more, coming together more, connecting more. And this is just going to, I mean, this goes along the lines of like connecting into the unified grid together. I mean, it's gonna snow, I would imagine it'll snowball into that, but we are going to be encouraged and guided to connect more with our soul tribe who were here to, who, who carries a frequency match to the work that we came here to do. And we'll be coming together more and more to, uh, to just continue activating a higher frequency on the planet and helping to shift the collective. So May is all about permission to shine. Give yourself permission to show up boldly and unapologetically as yourself, whoever you are and whoever you came here to be. Only caveat is, constantly checking in with ourselves to make sure that we're coming from a pure place of unconditional divine love and that we're not coming from a place of judgment, fear, lack, separation, us versus them, right? It's really easy to, you know, we're always wobbling back and forth. Hopefully we're uh, recognizing it more and more, becoming more and more conscious of the areas where we need to, you know, shift in a more unified direction, right? Because uh, that is what this particular shift in this particular time of the human history is all about. It's the shifting from duality, polarity to unified consciousness and raising the frequency. That's just where we're at. 
So, all right. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that this was helpful. And until next time, take care.